الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وللله على الناس حج البيت من استطاع اليه سبيلا ومن كفر فان الله غني عن العالمين صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ياتي على الناس زمان تحج اغنياء امتي للتنزه واساتهم للتجاره وفقراءهم للمساله وقراءهم للرياء والسمعه او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam as we mentioned previously these are the days of hajj ulama ikram refer to them as ayamul hajj whilst most of those who are going to be undertaking this great pillar of islam this year have already proceeded towards the baitullah this amal of hajj the fifth pillar of islam is a universal ibadat and it is an integral part of the seerah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as we mentioned previously there are certain asbaq certain lessons certain haqaiq certain realities one is the what we call the manasik of hajj how to carry out hajj that obviously we will not discuss it's not appropriate now that muzakara takes place for those who are actually carrying out the hajj the other is through this amal of hajj what are the lessons that we are supposed to revisit unfortunately when it comes to the amal of deen we've mentioned this many times previously and this is the prophecy of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam when it comes to salah nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the time will come yati ala an-nasi zamanun yusalluna wa la yusallun He said your salah will remain in its physical form but in reality it won't be salah he said a time will come upon my ummah they will be making salah but it won't be salah hajj itself is also no exception qadi shurayh many many centuries ago he commented he said al hujjaj qalil wal rukban kathir he said the hajis are very few and the travelers they are many hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said yaati ala an-nasi zamanun he said a time will come upon my ummat tahujju aghniya ummati litanazzu he said for the rich people by hajj we mean hajj and umrah hajj and umrah for the rich people of my ummat will become a holiday for the middle classes it will become a business exercise for the poor people it will be a begging exercise even the elite the qura the ulama for them hajj will become a show of exercise what is men 
is the haqiqat. The reality of it will come out. Hajj is that amal where Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, لِيَشْهَدُوا مَنَافِعَ لَهُمْ There are multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of benefits that are linked and associated with this amal if we will understand the haqiqat and the reality. If we have to condense it for the sake of brevity because of limited time, ulama kiram say that if you look 9th, 10th and 11th of Zulhijjah, there are three very, very great a'mal, occurrences, incidents that are attached to each of these three days. And there are certain haqaiq, realities, lessons, which we as an ummah, not just the hajis, which we as an ummah throughout the entire world need to reconnect with. For example, the ninth of Zulhijjah, what is the lesson? What is the haqiqat? What is the reality? Ninth of Zulhijjah is Yomul Arafah. It is the day of Arafah. Arafah itself is Hajj. In the hadith of Rasulullah we learn wherever you are throughout the entire world, if you are not going for Hajj, then in, on the day of Arafah, Allah's Rasul exhorted his ummah to fast. Create a link with the day of Arafah. And what did he say? Fasting on the day of Arafah will expiate, will wipe away two years sins. This year that passed and the year that is going to come. Why did he tell us to fast on that day, even if you are not making hajj? This is that day Anas bin Malik radiallahu ta'ala used to say, Bikulli yawm alf yawm. From the first 10 days of Zulhijjah, each day he said is equal to 1,000 days. وَيَوْمُ عَرَفَ عَشْرَةُ آلَافِ أَيَّامِ The day of Arafah is equivalent to 10,000 days. Every day and every night of the year, there are a certain number of people, such is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah ta'ala frees people from Jahannam. Yet, when it comes to the day of Arafah, there is no day or no night in the entire year in which Allah frees more people from Jahannam than on that day. It is the mazhara, it is the display of the manifest maghfirat and mercy of Allah. It is the epitome of hajj, it is the height of hajj. Rasulullah said, Al-Hajju Arafah. He said, Hajj itself is Arafah. What is the virtue? So many ahadith. One hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Yanzilullahu ta'ala ila sama'id dunya fayubahi bihimul malaika. Allah descends, descending, in keeping with His greatness to the first heaven on the day of Arafah. Allah looks at the gathering of Arafah. فَيُبَاهِ بِهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةَ Then Allah Ta'ala starts boasting to His angels. عِبَادِ هَاُلَاءِ أَتَوْنِي شُعْثًا غُبْرًا مِنْ كُلِّ فَجٍ عَمِيقٍ Look at my slaves. They have come to me. Their hair is disheveled. Their body is full of dust. In other words, they have become oblivious of themselves. وَلِلَّهِ They have come to find Allah. They have come to connect with Allah. 
شعثاً غبراً من كل فج عميق. They have come from deep and distant ravines of the earth. أشهدكم يا ملائكتي. Allah says to His angels, I make you a witness. إني قد غفرت لهم. I have forgiven them. The malaika are shocked. They don't complain, but they cannot contain themselves. Find in the riwayat, they say, Fulanun yurhaq, wa fulanatun, wa fulan. They say, Ya Allah, amongst those people, there is so and so. Yurhaq, dastan, legacy of guna, of sins, of transgressions. He's such a great sinner. Then there is so and so, and then there is so and so. They also shocked. Such a sweeping declaration, maghfirat, emancipation, forgiveness. Allah says to the angels, Inni qad ghafartu lahum. I have forgiven every one of them. Ma min yawmin akthara min an yu'tiqallahu fihi abadan min an-nari min yawmi arafa. Rasulullah sallallahu said, there is no day, there is no day in which Allah frees more souls from Jahannam than on the day of Arafah. Sufyan Thawri rahimahullah, Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah narrates that he's on Ashiyat Arafah, he found Sufyan Thawri on his knees sobbing and crying. And he addressed him and he said to him, Man aswahu hadal jam'i halan. Who is the most wretched and who is the most unfortunate of all the people gathered on the plains of Arafah? Ajib, what, what, what answer does he give? Who is the most wretched? Who is the most unfortunate of all the people gathered on the plains of Arafah? What does Sufyan Sori rahimahullah say? Who should it be? Zani, drunkard, rapist, looter, Ben Amazi. What should it be? Who is the most wretched and unfortunate of this entire gathering? Sufyan Thawri rahimullah says, الَّذِي يَذُنُّ أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ لَهُ That person who thinks that even on this day his sins are such that Allah is not going to forgive him, he is the most wretched person. He hasn't understood the maghfirat and the mercy of Allah. Fudail bin Ayaz rahimahullah, he says, addressing the gathering of Arafah, looking at the people with their hands stretched out, eyes wet with tears, Sobbing, entreating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He looks at that gathering and he says that if a delegation like this had to come to a person, a rich man, and ask him for one daniq, what is one daniq? One sixth of a dirham, a few pennies. If a delegation like this had to come and sob and beg and ask a rich man for a few pennies, what? He says to, he says to his students, what do you think? He said, they say definitely he will give it. He says, Wallahi, lal maghfiratu ahwan wa ala Allah. I take an oath on Allah for Allah to forgive this entire gathering, for Allah to forgive the entire ummah is a lesser, is a lesser act and deed than someone giving a few pennies. Such is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Arafah, normally when you have a function, whether it's a wedding or a reception, what they do? They decorate the hall. Bouquets of flowers, unnecessary expenditure is spent. What? To make it attractive. Reception hall, reception banquet or whatever it may be. Arafah is Allah's reception hall. Arafah is the place to meet Allah. 
Arafah is the place to meet Allah, yet ajeeb. What is Arafah? Not one blade of grass also. Not one flower. Stark desert, black arid mountains. Ulama say, what is the significance of this? There must be no distraction whatsoever. You haven't come to look at the grass and the trees. You haven't come to look at the rivers and the mountains and the streams. You have come to forget about yourself and find Allah. Like Mumin Khan, a great poet, he said, Jab tum mere paas hote ho, goya koi dusra nahi hota. It is you and Allah. Abbas radiallahu, Ab- Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. Just a glimpse, an example. Time is very limited. He mentions in his riwayat, six hours, six hours, the greatest of Allah's creation, Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, on his camel, Abdaba, hands raised, sometimes shoulder height, sometimes above his, above his head. Sahaba say we could see the whiteness of his underarms. Many of them thought he was fasting. He didn't even eat that day. He didn't drink that day. Begging Allah, sobbing before Allah, crying before Allah. Six hours of dua. What, what and what he must have asked for for his ummah. He taught us the lesson of the day of Arafah. Ara, what is the lesson of Arafah? The lesson of Arafah is dua. The lesson of Arafah is find Allah. The lesson of Arafah is cut yourself off from everything else and turn to Allah. And look at the manner. One dua Abbas, Abdullah bin Abbas mentions in his riwayat, Allahumma innaka tasma'u kalami wa tara makani wa ta'lamu sirri wa alaniyati wa la yakhfa alayka shay'un min amri. Oh Allah, innaka tasma'u kalami. You, can, you are hearing my words. Watara makani, you can see my state. I am an abject slave of yours. وَتَعْلَمُ السِّرِّ وَعَلَانِيَتِي وَلَا يَخْفَ عَلَيْكَ شَيْءٌ مِّنْ أَمْرِي Oh my Allah, there's nothing I can hide from you. You know my secrets, you know what I reveal. Everything is like an open book in front of you. أَنَا الْبَائِسُ الْفَقِيرُ الْمُسْتَغِيرُ الْمُسْتَجِيرُ الْوَجِلُ الْمُشْفِقُ Allahu Akbar. These are such words, my respected brothers, in English, to translate it, you can never, never ever do the haqq. But surface translation, anal ba'isul faqir. I am that beggar. What is bias? Bias is that beggar that you can see his poverty on his face. Al-faqir, that beggar that his body is ravaged with his poverty. It is evident. It's not a secret. It's there. Anal ba'isul faqir. Al-wajil. Al-wajil means that person whose fear, whose very insides are shaking with fear, al-wajil, al-mushfiq, my inside, my outside is shaking with fear, al-mustaghir, I have come to seek your help, al-mustajir, every other door is closed, ya Allah, it's only your salvation, it is only you I can turn to, an al-ba'isul faqir, al-mustaghir, al-mustajir, al-muqirrul mu'tarif bidhambi, I am a gunagar, I am a sinner who offers no excuse. I am attesting to my crime. I am drowning in my sins. As'aluka mas'alatal masakin. As'aluka mas'alatal miskin. Wa abtahilu ilayka abtihalal mudhnibid dhalil. I am asking you, like how a beggar asks, 
Mas'alatal miskin wa abtahilu ilayka I am imploring to you ibtilahalal mudhnibid dhalil like one who is a sinner every other door has been closed he is zalil he is drowning in his zillat in his disgrace fadad laka abratu raghima laka anfu my nose is being rubbed in the dust out of my ignominy and out of my zillat and my disgrace my eyes are full of tears I am entreating you. Laat, O oh Allah, do not turn me away empty-handed. O oh Allah, accept my plea. This is the manner in which, this is just a glimpse of the manner in which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught his ummah the lesson of Arafah. Ulama say, if you want to understand what is the haqiqat, what is the reality of Arafah, we have to turn the clock back, not 14 centuries, turn the clock back to the beginning. Right to the beginning. The first two human beings that were sent to this earth, my and your mother and father, Sayyidina Adam, wa Hawa alayhimu salam, they were reunited in Arafah. 40 years of crying, 40 years of begging, Rabbana, Valamna and Fusana, Wailam Tafirlana, Watarhamna, Lanakunanna minal Khasirin. Adam alayhi salam didn't make a guna, he forgot. It's not the shan of Anbiya to commit sin, but he forgot, he made a mistake. Forty years, Rabbana Valamna and Fusana, oh my Allah, we have oppressed our souls. Wailam Tafillana wa Tarhamna, Lanakunanna minal Khasirin. If you are not going to forgive us and have mercy upon us, we are going to be amongst the losers. Forty years of crying. He and Hawa salam, the mother and father of humanity, were reunited at Arafah. What is the lesson of Arafah Tawbah? Tawbah, from the bottom of the heart, to seek Allah's forgiveness. Gunegar, sinner, there is no one amongst us that can claim I am not a sinner. Kullu bani Adam khataun. We are all drowning in our sins. Allah is giving us these opportunities. Allah is giving us these opportunities. Arafah is a wake-up call. Arafah is a reminder. Arafah is to tell us that the clock of life is ticking. Don't hesitate. Don't waste time. Come back to Allah. The mercy of Allah, you cannot possibly imagine it. Unfortunately, when it comes to this issue of Tawbah, many of us don't understand what is Tawbah. Toba is not, Ya Allah, forgive me. Toba is to change. Toba is to bring about some semblance of change in our lives. Fajr Azan is called out, I'm not in the masjid. Ya Allah, forgive me means come to the masjid. My, my business is in riba. Ya Allah, forgive me means start going in the direct, correct direction. You're involved in haram, change that haram. If you can't change it immediately, at least ask from Allah. Beg from Allah, have this niyat. Have this intention. Hassan Basri rahimahullah, when it was said to him, Jazaul Hajjil Mabruri Maghfira, he said the return for an accepted Hajj, the return for an accepted Hajj is Maghfirat, is forgiveness. Allah is very forgiving. What, what question did he raise? He said, Ayatu Dalik, what's the sign? What's the sign that Allah has forgiven you? What's the sign that you made Tawbah? What's the sign of acceptance? An kana al-amal That there has to be a change. Give up 
that which is creating a blockage and a boundary between you and Allah. Make sincere tawbah means bring about some change in your life. That is one lesson. Ulama Ikram say that is associated with the ninth of Zulhijjah. The tenth of Zulhijjah, time is limited, we are not going to discuss that now. That is related to Qurbani, which is the Amal of the tenth of Zulhijjah. That inshallah, as Zulhijjah enters, many, many of our masajid, that muzakara will take place. The third sabak and lesson, which ulama Ikram say, every haji must return with, not just haji. Every ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam universally connect yourself with the 11th of Zulhijjah. What was the 11th of Zulhijjah? Mina. The Mina of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What was the Mina of Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Open the books of history. Read the books of Sirah. Read the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah made him his Nabi for the first three years. Approximately, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to give dawah secretly. The command was to conceal his nubuwat. After the third year, the command came, open it up now. Uqaz, Mijinna, Mina, as the wufud and delegations of the Arabs used to come to Mina. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this was his day and night. When we speak of hajj, we talk of hajjatul wada, the farewell hajj of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But the reality, my respected brothers, is that the effort of hajj, the effort of mina, the effort of dawat and tabliq started right in the beginning. Every year, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would go for hajj. Every year, during the days of hajj, he would be in mina and arafah. Cry tears of blood today. What is our connection? What is our connection with the Hajj of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Many times I mention this. Sometimes you go for gush. You go to the house of a Muslim. You walk into the house. What is the first thing? That plasma screen. That shaitan box. 30 inch, 40 inch. Now they got curved screen. So many million pixels. Instrument of zina. That's the first thing you see. Illa mashallah. And what is even worse? You'll find above, above that plasma screen, there'll be a plaque. Many, many homes. What is it written on it? Farewell sermon of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Farewell sermon of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Few words of his sermon. What is the connection with that? What is the understanding? What is the reality? Have we considered what his mina was? What Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam underwent, the persecution, the hardship, the difficulty for the sake of this ummah. Person to person, tent to tent. If you look, the, look at the books of history, if you look at the books of Sirah, incident upon incident, just one example. He went to the Banu Amir bin Sasa, gave them dawat. May you uini, may yansuruni, hatta uballigha risalata rabbi. This was the cry and the pukar of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Mina. May you uini, who will shelter me? May yansuruni, who will become my nasir, my helper? Hatta uballigha risalata rabbi, so that I can make tabligh of this deen. The lesson of the 11th of Zulhijjah, the lesson of Hajj, Dawat and Tabligh was the lifeblood of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It was his day and night, it was his cry, it was his mission. Dawat and Tabligh is not the work of one group or one organization. 
This ummat, every ummati, every reciter of kalima, read the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, understand the day and night of Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then we will understand that this is our responsibility which we have received directly from Rasul Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He goes to the Manu Amir bin Sa'sa, delivers the message to them. They become a little bit interested. So they say, wait here a little while. Our leader, Bujra is coming just now. We will take mashwara from him. The heart of Rasulullah becomes light, becomes a little bit elated, that perhaps they will listen to my message. When Bujra comes, he points towards Rasulullah and he says, who is this person? So they mention his name. Bujra's face turns red with rage. And he addresses Rasulullah First he says to his people that there is no one more hated in the entire mina than this person to me. He addresses Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Go back to your people. Your people rejected you. You want my people to accept you? If you were not, if my people had not given you shelter, instead of speaking to you with my tongue, I would have spoken to you with my sword, I would have beheaded you. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mountain of patience. He gets up, he mounts his camel, comes in the riwayat that khabir, doesn't leave it at that. When the back of Nabi Salaam is turned, he takes his spear and he pokes it into the flank of the camel. Faqamasat Faalqat bi Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Camel camel is an animal. It reacts to the spear, to the spear poking into its flank, it shakes. The greatest of Allah's creation. Wadduha wallayli ida saja ma waddaaka rabbuka wa ma kala wala akhira tu khairu laka minal ula wala sofa yurtika rabbuka fatarza inna aateina kal kothar fasalli rabbika wanhar inna shani aka huwal abatar wan najmi ida hawa ma dalla sahibukum wa ma gawa time is limited. That personality, the Qur'an does not get tired of praising him. The greatest of Allah's creation. Jannat is haram upon humanity until he does not enter into Jannah. The owner of Shafat, Kubra, the owner of Kothar. And here, in the plains of Mina, flung from a camel, lands on the ground, peals of laughter, of mockery in every direction. He didn't. He didn't have to even utter the words by the qasam of my Allah. If even from the heart the baddua came out. If even from the heart the baddua came out, Allah would have wiped mina free of humanity. Yet, even in that condition was dua in the heart. One youngster says, I stood on the mountain of Abu Qubais and I looked down at the plains of mina. And I saw this person, ten to ten, person to person, may you uini, may yansuruni, hatta uballigha risalata rabbi, who will shelter me? Who will become my nasir? Who will become my helper? For what? Hatta uballigha risalata rabbi So that I can make tabligh of this deen. Person to person, ten to ten. فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ تَفَلَ فِي وَجْهِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ حَثَى عَلَيْهِ التُّرَابِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ سَبَّ عَلَى وَجْهِ Some of them spat in his face. Some of them picked up sand, flung it at him. Some of them swore at him. They mocked him, they persecuted him. Yet relentlessly he continued, person to person. Comes in the riwayat, sometimes Abu Jahal, sometimes Abu Lahab, his own uncle would be behind him. 
He would deliver the message. They would say, do not listen to him. He is a mad person. He is sahir. He is a magician. He is like this. He is like that. He has, he, he has insulted our, our idols. He has insulted Lat and Uzza. Yet, despite that level of persecution, day in, day out, this was the work of Rasulullah wasallam. This was his mina. This was his daily effort. Khattan tasafan nahar comes in that rewaid which I am mentioning. Until the sun reached its zenith, he sat down exhausted. Body soiled with blood, plastered with sand. Desolate, heartbroken, that no one wants to listen. This youngster says, I saw a young girl. Comes in the rewaid, jariyatun wadiya, beautiful, like a young flower. She started running towards him. She was sobbing and crying. She had a little handkerchief in her hand. She sees... She sees her father in the state of abject misery. She doesn't possess that level of maturity to offer true comfort. So what does she do? According to her innocence, according to her level of maturity, she takes a little cloth out of her pocket and she starts wiping the face of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sobbing and crying. Allah's Rasul sallallahu embraces her and he says, لا تخشي على أبيك الغيلة do not fear, Allah will never disgrace your father. This person says, this youngster says, when I saw this manzar and scene, I turned to my father and I asked him that, who is this? My father said, that is Muhammad bin Abdullah. That is Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the young girl, that, that young girl is Zainab, the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Through Hajj, through this effort of Mina, through this effort of Mina, the door to Hijrah was open. Through this effort of Mina, Hijrat of Sahaba from Makkah to Medina took place. Ten years history of Medina, we know this culminated. This culminated on Hajjatul Wada. Like I said, you walk into a Muslim home, farewell sermon of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Turn the clock of your heart and mind back. What was that farewell sermon? What was his cry? What was his pukar? What were the words of that sermon? Most of us don't even know. We don't even have that much justaju, that much talab of deen to find out what was his message. And at the end of that message, he had in front of him a majma, the likes of which humanity will never see again. One question he puts in front of them, Hal balagh, Hal balagh, Oh my sahaba, have I fulfilled the haqq of tabligh? Allah's qasam, dawat and tabligh is not the work of a select group. It's not some associated jamaat. Dawat and tabligh is the responsibility of every ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu Anyone who has any connection with his tarikh, with his seerah, with his life, with his legacy will understand that to be, to be ashik and rasul, to be a follower of his, dawat and tabligh has to be in our lifeblood. Mawana Ilyas rahmatullahi Allah inspired him to remind the ummah of the sabak which they forgot. Halbalaqt, he didn't ask us about any other tenet of thee, not salah, not zakat, not hajj, did I fulfill the haq of it. Only Dawat and Tabligh. What did this question Halbalaqt mean? What does it mean, have I fulfilled the haq of it? Oh my sahaba, in this 23 years, you saw the two two stones that were tied to my stomach. You saw my daughters being given talaq in public. You saw my family members being slaughtered. 
You observe the hunger upon hunger that I underwent for the sake of my ummah. You observe the persecution, the hardship, the difficulty. Hal balagd, what does it mean? That, oh my sahaba, tell me, oh my ummah, tell me, was there some other persecution or hardship or difficulty that I could have underwent? More people would have got hidayat that I did not do. Was there something else that I could have done? This is what Halbalakht means. With one voice they responded, Balakta Risala, Wa Daital Amana, Wana Sahtal Umma, Wakashafta al Ghumma, Wajahatta fi Sabilillahi Hakkaja. Ya Rasullah, you fulfilled, you fulfilled. There was nothing more that you could have done. He raised his shahadat finger, Allahumma shahad, Allahumma shahad, Allahumma shahad, oh Allah, you be a witness. Ya ayyuhar rasul ballig ma unzila ilayka min rabbik wa illam taf'al fama ballaghta risalata This was such a heavy such a heavy burden that was on his shoulders we Allah commanded him fulfill the haq of tabligh Allahumma shahad wa you be a witness they have said i fulfill the haq after saying that fal yuballigh ash-shahid minkum al-ghaib don't take this the wrong way but my respected brothers if we want to go to Mina, if we want our hadri and presence there to be marked, take the sabak of Mina. Take the lesson of Mina. Take the responsibility of Mina. Everyone that is present, I am handing this responsibility of Dawat and Tabligh over to you. Why? Because his cry was not for that gathering in front of him. That gathering, Quran had already been revealed. Kullan husna. Every one of them is a jannati. His worry was for you and I. His worry was for the Muslims of Africa, Asia, Australia. For humanity of China, Australia, Asia, Europe, of the six continents. For the humanity to come till Qiyamah. What was the intizam that was put into place? This responsibility, this intiqal, this intiqal, this transference of the responsibility of Nubuwat, of Dawat and Tabligh. And understand how that Majma understood it. 124,000 plus minus sahaba. Some rewrites 200,000. Where are their graves? Uqba bin Nafi Algeria. Abu Lubaba Ansari Tunis. Abu Zumat al-Balawi Tunis. Ruwaitha Ansari Libya. Humama radiyallahu ta'ala nu Isfahan. Bara bin Malik Tustar. Abdurrahman bin Abbas. Mabad bin Abbas. Northern Africa. Amr bin Madi Karib al-Zabidi. Nu'man bin Muqarrin al-Muzani. Nihawin. Abu Rafi Ghifari. Abdurrahman bin Samura. Khurasan. Northeastern Iran. Abu Ayyub Ansari. Istanbul. Abu Talha Ansari. Rome. Fadl bin Abbas. Syria. Khalid bin Walid. Homs in Syria. Asad bin Furat. Sicily. Hudayfa bin Yaman. Iraq, Salman Farsi, Iraq, Amr bin As, Egypt, Uqba bin Amir, Juhani, Egypt, Bilal Habshi, Damascus, Abdurrahman, Shurahbil bin Hassana, Jordan, Abdullah bin Rawaha, Jafar bin Abi Talib, Zaid bin Haritha, Muta, Maaz bin Jabal, Abdurrahman bin, Abdurrahman bin Maaz, Banks of the River, Jordan, Zarar bin Azhar, Jordan, Shurahbil bin Hassana, Jordan, they graves. Many open the books of history. Understand this, contextualize this. This was that majma. They heard directly from the lips of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that one salah, one salah, one salah that you will make in the masjid of Haram in Makkah is equal to 100,000 salah in your local masjid. How long it takes you to make 100,000 salah? 55 years, 6 months and 20 days. 
Five salah in one day, it will take 277 years, 10, 6 months and 10 days to get the reward of five salah in the Masjid of Haram. Sahaba heard this from Rasulullah sallallahu With absolute zimedari and responsibility, they conveyed it to you and I. But their practical amal belies this. Their graves are not in Makkah. Their graves are not in Medina. History bears witness. 90% of the majma of mina that heard this message from Rasulullah sallallahu their graves are scattered throughout the entire world. Till Qiyamat, this is Shahid, this is a witness. What is the sabak of Mina? What is the lesson of Mina? Hajj is a universal amal. Hajj is a universal amal. Take the sabak, take the lesson. Ninth of Zulhijjah, Arafah, Tawbah, change your lives. Change your lives. Allah's mercy we cannot imagine. Eleventh of Zulhijjah, Mina, the message of Dawat and Tabligh, that through the barakat of the khatm nubuwat of Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Mawlana Yusuf sahab rahmatullahi used to say this, and on this I will terminate. He said, if the majma, if the majma of the hajj of just one year, Badr was only 313. If that one million or two million of just one year's hajj understand the sabak and lesson of mina, Allah's qasam, this will be sufficient for the hidayat of the entire humanity. This is how far the ummah has drifted from the seerah, from the day, from the night, from the message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah gives tawfiqah.